podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi folks, welcome to the Gimmick 17 preview episode of the 59th Minute FPL podcast, which is brought to you by Fantasy Football Scout. I'm Mark McGettigan, you'll find me on Twitter at FPL General, hitting the record button on Friday afternoon, Friday deadline this week, 6.30pm UK time this evening, 90 minutes before Nottingham Forest v Tottenham. I'm recording slightly earlier than I usually do on a Friday, just because of that early deadline. was waiting for the Haaland news, once I got that, I'm pressing record. So there is a few pressers that haven't taken place yet, but hopefully we have most of the important information that we need. We also had... An update on Anthony Gordon this morning as well, which I'll come to soon. So on today's episodes, a roundup of the pressers that we have had so far. Listener questions, we'll talk about captaincy and I'll talk you through my transfer plans and likely team for the weekend. Make sure you hit subscribe or follow wherever you're listening and leave a review if you get a chance as well. And this week, if you're listening to this on the Fantasy Football Scout podcast feed, search for the 59th Minute FPL podcast on your podcast app of choice and subscribe to it and you'll get two episodes each week, usually on Mondays and Fridays when we're not in the middle of the December rush. The team news so far, I'm just going to go straight to Manchester City because that's what you're all waiting for. Pep's comments on Erling Haaland. I watched the actual press conference, which is always a good idea. Don't always just go by comments that you see on social media. The comments from Pep where he arrived today, he will see the doctors and then we will see. He's had treatments away from the club this week. Hopefully he can travel to Saudi. So as soon as I heard that line, I was like, right, time to sell him this week. Pep went on to say, I don't think he'll be ready to play this weekend. It's not a fracture, just stress. The doctors say we have to take it day by day or week by week, and see how it feels. He also, Pep also said, maybe the doctors will surprise me later with some good news, and in that case, maybe he would feature, but by the sounds of it, and having watched it a couple of times, to me it looks very, very unlikely that Erling Haaland is going to play, and they're going to try and get him ready for the Saudi Arabia trip. So, what... Do we do with Haaland is the question. I'm going to sell him, but it's much easier to do so when you've got a wild card to play in the near future. So there is a question about Haaland later. I will come back to it. Elsewhere, Aston Villa, Luca Dean and Douglas Louise are suspended. Charlie Taylor is suspended at Burnley. Quite a few important updates from Chelsea. So Nkunku is back in full training. So he is available for this weekend. Malo Gusto, who's been sitting on my bench for a very long time, is also back in full training. So that could be good timing with the Reese James injury. James looks set to be out long term. And goalkeeper Sanchez has also been ruled out for the weekend. So those who bought him last week have got very unlucky with that injury. Everton, Coleman and Ashley Young will miss out, so it's probably going to be Nathan Patterson at right back. Branthwaite and Idrissa Gay are suspended from the Everton team. And Mikalenko had a minor niggle, but he should be okay, according to Sean Dyche. At Fulham, William went off at half-time in the last game, but he's fine for this one. And team, Tim Ream is likely to be out until after Christmas. No presser from Manchester United just yet, but Bruno Fernandes is suspended for the Liverpool game. Luke Shaw and Harry Maguire look to have picked up injuries midweek as well. So I'm certainly not looking forward to that game as a Manchester United fan. 
Trippier is suspended at Newcastle, but Dan Byrne is available. There was comments from Eddie Howe on Wednesday night about Gordon, and then there was a few more today. So on Wednesday night after the game, he said he had an awareness of something in his hamstring. We're not sure if it's an injury because he could still sort of play, but he couldn't play to the very high level that he has played for a long time. And then today, Friday, Eddie Howe said kind of in general about the players, it's mixed. We're getting a couple of players back but not in their best physical condition. Then you've got players that are having to keep playing, that are picking up things. Harvey Barnes has suffered a setback. He won't be back until January at the earliest. And basically, I think he said, Gordon will be assessed today ahead of the weekend. So Anthony Gordon is a doubt for game week 17. Nottingham Forest, Murillo is a doubt. He'll be checked at Sheffield United. Baldock, Norwood and McBurney are back in the squad. At Tottenham, Lockelso is not available for this one. At West Ham, Ariola was on the bench on Thursday night. So that's good news if you do own Ariola. But whether you want two points from him or not is another question. Fabianski's been playing all of the European games this season. So don't read anything to Ariola being on the bench. The main thing is he must have been some way fit to be in that squad. So I would expect to see Ariola back in the West Ham 11 this weekend. Edson Alvarez will be assessed. At Wolves, Eight Nuri should be back and available, but Pedro Neto not ready just yet, targeting a return in game week 18. Before I get stuck into the listener questions, a quick Patreon plug. FBL content creation is my full-time job. If you enjoy the podcast, you find it useful and you'd like to support it and me, check out patreon.com forward slash FPL general, where you'll get ITES podcasts, Thursday night live streams, Q&As, team reveals and more. The first question, the most important question came in from Shed End Chat. Not even really a question, just a statement. It said, just Halland, that's it. So that's for me to expand on. So now we have Pep's comments. For me, it does not look like he will play this weekend. He's got a blank in game week 18. So I think it looks like an easy sell, especially if it's for a free transfer. You've got Watkins as a very good option. You've got Solanke as an option. Alvarez maybe even an interesting option now as well. But of course, you've got to navigate the blank with him next week if you can do so. So for me, my advice is sell Haaland in particular if it's a free transfer. For a Watkins, if you don't have him, if you already have Watkins, you probably go for a Solanke. So interesting couple of game weeks ahead without the most expensive pick in the game. Question from Ledley De King. Gordon replacement. So those who are looking to sell Gordon... Given his yellow flag, where do you go? I think in the same price bracket, Palmer at Chelsea is the obvious one. Good fixtures, penalty taker, all of that jazz. If you've got a bit of cash, or maybe if you're making a double move, let's say you're selling Haaland and Gordon, for example, you could upgrade the Gordon position to someone like a Jared Bowen. Maybe a second Tottenham midfielder, if you already have Youngman Son. So players like Richarlison... Kulisevsky and Brennan Johnson are all very good options. I'd probably favour Richarlison over Kulisevsky and Brennan Johnson just for the out-of-position prospects. And if you don't have an Arsenal midfielder or you want to double up, obviously Saka and Odegaard are very good options. Then you've got the obvious ones. If you are making double moves, Gordon, if you can turn Gordon into a Heung-Min Son or a Salah, 
that is a no-brainer question from FPL Cricket. Managed to hang on to Matty Cash. Stick or twist. The fixtures are decent, but he's a clear minutes risk. This is an easy one. Just sell him. If you've got Cash, you just let him go. He is not a regular starter anymore. I'm sure he will start a few games over the next couple of weeks. But you'll be sweating over the Aston Villa team sheet every single game week. So if you've got Cash, let him go. Pedro Porro, if you don't have him, is the obvious replacement. Question from Chris Duke. Richarlison in for Diaby. A good differential punt and a cheap way into the Spurs attack when Son is out of my price range unless I sacrifice Saka. So yeah, I like that because I wouldn't recommend selling Saka. He's actually a player I'm possibly going to bring in this week. I think he's a very, very good FPL pick, as is Son. And if you can't have both of them, then I do think Richarlison is a good route into the Tottenham attack. And when Son does go to the Asian Cup in January, I think a lot of people will end up on Richarlison anyway. So you could be ahead of others on that transfer. But much like Matty Cash, I do think Diaby is a sell. Question from Paul Benson. Can we now rely on Turner as a goalkeeper again, or is he still a risk? I'm hoping we can rely on him because I've got him and I've got Johnston, who looks to be injured as well. So I'm going to start Turner this week. Hope he plays, hope he gets saves because I'm not expecting a clean sheet against Tottenham tonight. But hopefully saves and maybe a sneaky bonus point over the next couple of weeks. I don't really want to take a minus four for a goalkeeper switch when I'm going to wildcard in 19 or 20. I do still think he's a risk though. We can't say for sure that Turner is going to start the next two, three, four games because there's two good goalkeepers at that club. And who knows, we could see a bit of rotation there. But I am hopeful that he started the most recent game, that he will keep his place tonight. Question from Eric. What is your preferred long-term hold goalkeeper duo? On a wild card, this is hard. Do I take the Brentford double into consideration? Currently thinking about Neto and Turner. Goalkeepers remains a very tricky position to nail down this season in FPL. I think if I was wildcarding this week, Turner would probably stay now as the 3.9 million backup on the bench because there's chances of him getting minutes. And then the question is, which goalkeeper do you actually pick as you're set and forget to play every week? I do like Neto as an option at 4.5. I also like Leno, top scoring goalkeeper in the game. He's got the most bonus points in the game. He did this last season as well. So there's a big sample that tells us that Leno is a very good FPL goalkeeper. I still don't mind Dubravka, but to me it feels a little bit short-term because that position could change for Newcastle in January. So I think players like Neto and Leno are safer longer-term. You could also go for a Pickford at 4.4 or an Emmy Martinez at Aston Villa. But I think for me it would probably be between Leno at 4.7 or Neto at 4.5. I'm going to say Leno. Question from Andrew Sands. Why is it all dom, dom, dom? Alexander Isak's next three Premier League games could hardly look better. He'll start against Fulham and will be on penalties when Callum Wilson is not on the pitch. So Dom 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 refers to Dominic Solanke, who has been bought by an incredible amount of FPL managers this week. Spoiler alert, I'm probably going to add one more to his transfers in figures this week. I'm probably going to buy him for Haaland later because I already own Ollie Watkins and Alvarez. I think Solanke, Watkins, Alvarez from three. Sounds pretty good for the next week or two. But don't forget players like Isak. The thing about Isak and why people are not raving about him is Wilson is back now. 
he's probably not going to get 90 minutes in every game. They're going to share minutes. And when you've got a player like Solanke, who doesn't have direct competition, most managers are going to slide towards the minutes player who will be on the pitch for the most part over the next couple of game weeks. So Isak, I think, is an OK option. Wilson himself is probably an OK option as well. But give me a player all day long that's going to get 90 minutes versus a player who could get 30 minutes in some games. Question from Sazel. Any thoughts on Brighton's fixture swing soon? Who would you bring in if you had to pick a Brighton player? So their European campaign is done now for until the new year. They did very well. Top the group. Good victory against Marseille. I think it was Joe Pedro on the score sheet late in that game. Mitsoma is always the name that kind of comes to mind when I think about Brighton. But I think Adingra has been very impressive this season and he's been getting an awful lot of minutes, more so than Matoma. All eyes on a stooping as well whenever he comes back. Uh, I had a look at Brighton's fixtures for the first time today for quite a while when I read this question and they do have a very good run kind of long term. So maybe we can start thinking about Brighton again now when there shouldn't be as much rotation, you know, January, February time until the next round of European games kick in. So at the moment, not in a rush to go there, but it probably is a Dingra Matoma's still up there and is stooping in whenever he comes back. Question from Alex. Do I free hit if I have six plus flags already used my wildcard? I would just try and get through this week without the free hit if you can. There will be other instances in the season where you've got more than six issues. You know, there'll probably be a blank game week at some point where we might only have three, four or five fixtures in the week. And you could be looking at eight or nine players not in your squad. So a hit or two this week, I think, is fine to be able to keep your free hit for later in the season. Question from Keith. As a non-Sun owner all season, has that ship now sailed, at least until after the Asian Cup? Absolutely not. If you do not own Youngman's Sun and you can get to him easily, even if it's a minus four, and I'm sure a lot of people will be able to get there now if they're selling Haaland today, Bring in Hyungman's son in a double move if you can. Don't worry about the Asian Cup. Cross that bridge when it comes. Get Sun's points in the next three or four game weeks before that happens because Tottenham have very good fixtures in the next four. Question from FPL Fisher. Triple captain Salah, yes or no? The short answer is no. Keep your triple captainship for a double game week later in the season. I do think Salah is the best captaincy candidate this week but I wouldn't go as far as giving him the triple captain chip. Captaincy now for game week 17. Obviously, it looks like we won't have Haaland as a captaincy option. I'm sure some people will keep him, maybe even leave leave the armband on him and just make sure they have a good vice captain. But for me, he's going to leave my squad, so he's not a captaincy candidate. Unless... I am forgetting we could get a team leak at some point before the deadline. And if a team leak came through that said Haaland's going to play on Saturday, obviously that would change my plans. But I'm not expecting that after Pep's comments. So Haaland out of the picture for me for an armband, which opens the door possibly for a Julian Alvarez captaincy at home to Crystal Palace, probably on penalties if Haaland doesn't play. But for me, as an Alvarez owner for quite a long time now, I find it very hard to put the armband on him. He's quite a frustrating FPL player to own. Salah, for me, is the standout at home to Manchester United. I expect Liverpool to win that comfortably. Salah seems to destroy Manchester United every time he plays them. I think a start today, FPL Focal mentioned, was in the last certain amount of Liverpool-Manchester United games, 
Liverpool have scored 20 goals and Manchester United have scored one. So that gives you an idea of how this game will probably go. Hyungman Son's a captaincy option in the Friday night fixture away to Nottingham Forest. Sack is a captaincy candidate at home to Brighton who could be jaded after playing on Thursday night. And you've got Watkins and Solanke as differential captaincy candidates as well. Watkins plays Brentford away. Solanke is at home to Luton. I did not think I would be buying Solanke, never mind talking about him as a captaincy candidate in FPL this season. But that is the game that we play. For me, I will be 100% captaining Mohamed Salah at home to Manchester United. In terms of transfers, no transfers made yet. One free transfer available. And I am looking at... Using the doubts over Haaland as my route back to Saka, which I've been trying to do for weeks and weeks, and I haven't really had an easy way to get Saka back in. I always feel uncomfortable watching Arsenal games without owning Bukayo. So Haaland will go. What I was looking at was Gordon to Saka, but then I realised when you sell Haaland, you have unlimited funds. So why not just keep Gordon on the bench because he's got good fixtures, 18 and 19 even if he was to miss out this week. And he's a good first sub if he does play this week. So, Marvellous Nakamba, who has been in my team since game week one, I'm going to say a very sad farewell today, I think, to Marvellous Nakamba. He has not been marvellous. He's been absolutely no use to me whatsoever. I think he lost me 0.1 million across the season as well. So, what I think I'm going to do is a minus four. Haaland goes to Solanke and Nakamba goes to Saka. And then I'm very happy with my team for the game week. And I've got Anthony Gordon as a first sub. So the team tonight will look like Turner in goal. Hopefully he plays and gets lots of saves. Poro, Gabriel and Shimakas, Salah, Son, Palmer and Saka. And a front three of Solanke, Alvarez and Ollie Watkins. And the wild card, like I said, it's going to be 19 or 20. Given that it's Christmas Day, Boxing Day, Game Week 19 deadline. It's probably going to be a Game Week 20 wild card. Which, in that week, Salah plays Newcastle. So Salah can go in Game Week 20. And that's when Haaland probably comes back in for the Sheffield United fixture. If he's fit at that point. Best of luck for the gaming folks and have a great weekend. I'll be back on Monday to look back on the action and prepare for the next game week. Make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening. If you're not interested in the Patreon stuff, you can simply buy me a coffee instead at buymeacoffee.com forward slash FPL General. Anyone who buys me a coffee these days gets sent a link to join my FPL Discord server, which is a very fun place to be during December. Talk to you soon, folks. Thanks for listening and have a good one. Podcast Network.